0: What's up everyone? Welcome to another episode of Creative Crunch. I'm your host Curtis Tucker. You're gonna have to forgive me because today is kind of a little improv episode. I really just didn't like the audio that I recorded with my friend Aaron O'Tiller, so I'm just gonna get that rescheduled and redone and deliver that at a higher quality rather than just push that out. And I feel like There is plenty of stuff to talk about still with Denver Startup Week and everything that I went to. So today's episode is going to be sort of Denver Startup Week hacks, and I'm going to talk about five hacks that I have developed to make next year's Denver Startup Week even better than this year's. So let's get right into it. Alright, so hopefully you tuned into some of my mini-sodes. During Denver Startup Week, every day after going to programming and going to different events, I would just sit down and kind of record a mini-sode. Uh, one of them was actually done at Base Camp in Denver Startup Week, and then the other two I just decided to wait till I was home so that it was a little bit quieter. Um, I wish I hadn't done that because I actually got a compliment about the episode that I did uh, live recording. The person at, uh, who was listening to it actually really did enjoy the noise and the background of Denver Startup Week. So that's a note for next year when I'm producing mini sods and content at Denver Startup Week uh, is to do it all on location 100% as much as possible. So I've got five hacks in today's episode to kind of just go over uh, how to make Denver Startup Week more productive and just some tips I learned as a newbie who went this year on uh, what could make a new person's Denver Startup Week even better. So when you're going to Denver Startup Week next year in 2019, here are five hacks that should really help you get the most out of this week. My first hack is to always go to base camp. Uh, Base camp this year was at the Champa on Commons. It was at the Commons on Champa. And that is right next to the convention center light rail station. So I was coming in from the suburbs and it made it really easy to just walk literally across the street to base camp um, and to go check that out. So I highly recommend checking out base camp. As part of your day, wherever you are, uh, in morning, noon, or night, there's always something going on there. What I really enjoyed is that there was uh, free hot coffee in the morning, and it wasn't just any kind of junk coffee. It was actually Boyer's, which is a local coffee roaster. Uh, You could always grab a free Red Bull. And um, here's another hack. So I went to an event that was a marketplace, right? Or it was pitched, I think, as like a farmer's market, or like an entrepreneur's market, right? Like it was supposed to be a showcase of food products from uh, Colorado and Denver entrepreneurs. And what was really cool is not only was that event chock full of free samples, uh, free food, free alcohol, things like that, with a great party atmosphere while being outside enjoying the great Colorado weather before it disappears into winter, uh, throughout the rest of the week, you never knew who was going to be popped up at those tables. They kept the tables and the canopies up all week, and there was always at least a tea company and the Red Bull company, and then you never know, there would be free samples of something else. One afternoon, there was free cocktails, uh, so it's always great to just kind of Check by Basecamp if you're hungry, or if you're thirsty, or if you're looking to unwind, because it seemed like they always had free refreshments. The other thing that was great about checking into Basecamp is you can leave your business card on some of the bulletin boards and tables, and I think if you got creative... Um and I plan on doing this next year, if you got creative, there could be other locations and ways you could kind of maybe spread the word and not really get in trouble or get caught, per se, because I think entrepreneurship in action is actually rewarded at Denver Startup Week. And so if you were to come up with a creative way to not really intrude in the space and to not inhibit productivity and maybe even enhance it, I think that would be uh, completely allowed. The other great thing about Base Camp that was a huge time saver this year is they uh, were sponsoring or someone sponsored the electric e-tucks that are a Denver company and. Apparently, the general manager told me this, that they are the only electronic manufacturer of these E-Tucks in the United States, and I could definitely believe that. So, the E-Tucks were a huge time saver. If you're not familiar with these, they're these cool little, like, three-wheeled apparatuses from um, Asia, and they zoom around. I don't believe the ones in Asia are electric, or maybe they're trying to transition them to being electric and hopefully this company is helping doing that, but it's a huge time saver. It actually allowed me to get farther quicker um, because I was coming in on the train. I just had my legs to kind of get me around uh so The E-Tucks at camp were a huge time saver. They were just parked right there on the side of the street, and I don't know how many people actually caught wind of them or what it was like uh, for them during the week. I've reached out to them, and maybe they'll be on the podcast to kind of talk about their perspectives. But the E-Tucks were a huge time saver, and they were completely... Free and paid for and I gave everyone there my card and kind of offered my services up as a tip uh, so we'll see what comes of that and we'll see if I get to collaborate with the Tuck company in the future but just letting you know those were at base camp and I don't know where else they were during the week I think they were at some of the major parties and like key events I think I saw them oh yeah they were at the job fair I believe um, and some other key events they had like shuttle stations they had like a little uh you had to look for like a little a-frame kind of little board that said that this was a shuttle stop and people would give you a lift i think i caught the e-tuck back from the job fair too as well so they're a huge time saver if you see one just hop on board tell them where you're going let them know the cross streets Then, you know, as a pedestrian, as someone who was coming in from the suburbs, they really honestly did allow me to get to some of my sessions that would have just been too far away to walk to, um, that would have just not been um, feasible, you know, and they really like let me start my day by kind of casting out there. I was able to get like all the way down to like 17th and Welton one day really quickly. Um, And I also got to the Jerry Maguire experience uh, faster than I would have walking, so it was nice to kind of have the e as a service, and I seemed to always catch them from Base Camp. And the last kind of little tip about Base Camp that I think I've touched on is there's always something random going on outside. I briefly talked about how there was uh always kind of free samples of food and drink, and there's always other events going on in that whole grassy area underneath uh, the DCPA where there's the statues, uh, that's kind of touching Spear Boulevard, um, so there's that, and then there's also two tents, so you never know if you're going to catch the rotation of an event, and maybe get a prime seat to something outside, so always check into Base Camp, that's kind of my recommendation for next year, is just start your day out there if you can, like I did this year, or just go there midday or end day, and, um, try to schedule meetings too, I think is another great little bonus tip that I'm thinking of right now. I tried to do this, I wasn't successful at it this year. But if you kind of get that sales rhythm down, and you're really good at kind of like just contacting the people day of, and following up and maybe closing the deal within that week, I think you can use Basecamp as like a safe mutual meeting location. And it's easy to find and there's uh, collaborative spaces and tables. So I really think if you wanted to get that sales repetition, down and you wanted to send your sales team to Denver startup week you really honestly could use basecamp as a meeting space to see clients and to kind of close the deal i am going to keep experimenting with that next year i tried to experiment it with this year but i never really ended up having a meeting there but really you could use basecamp as a mutual location for meetings and um happenings like that and there's always again going to be at least a free red bull right and You can have the meeting that's the length of a Red Bull and then call it a day and see if you can close the sale or move it down the funnel even further. So we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to get into hack number two, which is not picking a track, but picking a strategy. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you in a sec. Welcome back. Here is hack number two for Denver Startup Week. It is to not pick a track, but rather pick a strategy. So Denver Startup Week is broken up into several tracks. Founder, design, growth, just to name a few. I dedicated one entire day to the growth track and just hit it hard because it all had to do with growing social media, branding, marketing, sort of the soft benefits and the things that I'm developing on how to speak about as I practice the art of photography and videography and sort of integrate my past experiences into my current strategy as a freelancer and to really not lose my edge so that if I do join the workforce uh, with a contract, part-time or full-time, I'm able to be current on trends and still speak the lingo. So I did dedicate one day to the growth track, but the other days I just kind of went with whatever tickled my fancy and would just kind of scroll through the schedule on my phone and really intentionally left some flexibility, especially in Thursday and Friday, to kind of respond to uh, anyone that I would meet if they were going to be hosting a session later in the week, which did happen, that I was able to go to that and um, really not have any anxiety or any emotional stress around uh missing out on something right if you leave days open and you're welcoming that flexibility especially at the end of the week when it kind of turns into party mode um you're not, you don't feel like you're missing out on anything, right? You feel like you're still completely satisfied. And I definitely do feel like that, right? I feel like even if it wasn't a session, I was able to still trade business cards on the grass, over cocktails, in the elevator, right? Like all sorts of connections can still happen outside of sessions. So rather pick a strategy. And here's what I mean by that. Um, there's different ways to approach startup week, Right? there are um and i kind of you know i i experimented with this and i'm trying to wrap my brain around how to summarize this one way i went about it was to just learn right like i said one day was completely dedicated to the growth track and that was like going to college like i went to three sessions back to back hustled my uh little feet around denver to get to the next building as fast as i could in that little 30 minute transition period and like i said took the e around and it was to learn right like i was in full learn mode the networking and the things like that were kind of in the background i just handed my card around to the immediate people uh, especially when i found out i could fit into some of the things that the speaker was talking about with my photography services i definitely made sure the immediate people had it but there was no way to just kind of chill and hang out. There was no space for it. And so that was just to learn. And then I switched gears on another day. And this day, I can't recall which track may have been the primary because I do think I was truly blending it this day. Uh, but there was some track that had uh, an, a session about event planning, right? And this is something I've done in the past, as you've heard me talk about with stuff on walls and things of that nature. Um, I've wanted to go just to kind of hear the current state of events. And, you know, it's a lot of things that I have experienced hands-on now is kind of in, entering the entrepreneurial marketplace. But that's beside the point. I really went to go see if I could be marketable to event planners, right? I knew that the word event would attract people in the event industry, and I knew photo and video could supplement that. And even on a more micro and personal level, I really want to take photos and videos of event planners and help event planners communicate their value. And I got to do this, right? Like, I got to... Hear some meaningful comments and some of the Q and A, and um, hand out my card and kind of just make connections at the end there. And that's one of the sessions where I actually do think I ended up with the most business cards. So rather than being obsessed with being a designer and doing the design track, um, you could be a designer and try to generate clients. Right. Like you could go to the founder track or the growth track or whatever. And if you have a fun little takeaway or you have a cool business card, you could connect with the people around you and maybe even more people. If it has networking or lunch or cocktails or something like that, you could make a lot more connections and clients. And that might be a goal instead of just learning and being around designers and kind of being in that echo chamber of design right so rather than picking a track at denver startup week and being obsessed with that track all week and sort of trying to complete as many sessions as you can in that track you might actually find it more beneficial to have a different goal like generating clients or leads or friends right like just people to talk to mentors right like you if you were looking for a mentor you would definitely want to be obsessed with the founder track, right? Because that's designed to attract CEOs, board members, uh, influential people in that entrepreneurial and small business world. You know, if you were looking for a mentor, you might want to go to that track, right? So just know that there's different strategies and different ways to approach the programming offered in Startup Week. The last little note I made here, instead of picking a track and having a strategy in place, like really do have a strategy in place, is to have fun and to kind of go to some of these key events. And it can be any track's closing party. I think that's a great example and a great way to kind of just make Thursday and Friday party mode is to just start going to all these tracks closing parties which are usually big to-dos with their sponsors one was at beta nightclub the other one was at tracks nightclub and was really fun that's the one I attended Uh, it was a drag queen panel and then drag nation so that was really exciting and that's a great way to just kind of go to everything excuse me and then just blend in with everyone um, and just see what's going on and just kind of have a party the last couple of days and the nights and then also like monday night i ended up going to a party at skyline park which attracted i think a lot of people who work in and around that part of town. They just kind of came down from the offices at the end of the day, and this was their first thing to do at Denver Startup Week. Um, So that was just great to kind of go to that, and just know that that orange wristband opens up a lot of doors. So again, here's the last little friendly reminder before we get into the next hack. It's to... Pick a strategy and approach something that way rather than being obsessed with completing a track. There's no points, there's no awards, there's no special recognition for those who completed 99% of the design track. Um, There's a reward for those who have a stack of business cards at the end of the week that could be turned into potential clients. So just keep that in mind when you're approaching Denver Startup Week next year. We're going to take a quick break and get into hack number three. So here's hack number 3 for Denver Startup Week. And it's to have business cards. I bought the cheapest batch of uh business cards off the internet that I could. I intentionally had a blank side Uh, And here's why. I'm going to get into this really quick. I didn't actually do this, and I'm kind of disappointed I didn't do this because this is why I left my business cards blank on one side. I saw a Gary Vee video uh, with John Taffer from Bar Rescue a while ago. Uh, And part of John Taffer's strategy at some high-end restaurants and part of sales is actually to... um, use business cards from the managers and from the GMs to give discounts to customers in order to make them return, right? And to offer them discounts. And I really should have done this. And that's kind of why I left my business cards blank on one side. So hack for next year is a little bonus tip is to kind of maybe use the blank side of the business card to um have a personal touch somehow maybe it's a coupon maybe it's a different part of your phone number I don't know what it could be but just know that like the blank side isn't a bad side and I do think that there's some potential for the blank side uh, especially on business cards and these didn't need to be high-end right like these were originally I just kept them in the box that so they came in in my backpack all week and they're just networking cards right like they're not they didn't need to be a high-end product, right? Because the intent was to get a lot of them out. So, and I think that's just, the purpose of them. And I think that's why I'm recommending to have business cards is because it's way better than just like giving someone a random phone number to put in their phone. Like, really? Are you really going to follow up on that? Like, is that really people's habits? Like, have you personally done that? You know, I I don't think so. I don't think that that's the best way to communicate your value. You know, like a business card is an opportunity. Like I put my photo of me with my camera on it and like used a power cut. um, and my information and my name was in bold and you could read it from a distance, you know? So it's just like adhering to those basic principles and ordering a ton of them. I think you could probably get away with like 250. Personally, I believe I ordered 500 and that's just because I think I'm gonna start hopping the conference circuit and like just the edutainment circuit is one of the new buzzwords that I learned Um, just to kind of hand things out and just to kind of have them simply, you know? And they don't need to be an art project. You should also kind of just develop a shtick uh, building off of that. I took photos of someone wearing a old iMac on their head. They rounded the corner and I just whipped my camera out and took a couple snapshots and turned out they were hosting a panel on publishing, which is one of my interests. And so I went to it and it was very interesting to learn about that and meet that person and sort of have a follow-up with them and develop a conversation with them. Uh, Do wear something noticeable. I really don't think blending in is the way to go. Like have something to make a first impression or have something that is a conversation starter. I think that's the way to go with Denver Startup Week is to have a cheap business. doesn't need to be person and you want to do creative things and you want to meet creative people is your outfit and the way you're presenting yourself communicating that creativity. I think that's a very important thing to kind of take away from Denver Startup Week and kind of a notable hack. You know, everyone on the panels was sharply dressed. Everyone um, who was leading any kind of session or anything like that was their brand especially this came through at the influencer panel you know the uh woman who was um pitching athletic wear her instagram communicated that the woman who was really into hats and high-end fashion her outfit on the panel communicated that you know so it's you've got to communicate your value 100 percent of the time and this extends into things like having a business card funnel or you're like me and you want to have guests on your podcast for the coming months you know it's important to have business card to kind of swap and to get it and to develop your own stack i ended up with about 15 to 20 business cards in the end and that is because i had one myself you know i don't think you can just ask for something without something to give you know it's weird to just kind of ask someone for their business card and not to not have it in return and then to like offer your cell phone number or something. Um, I do think it would be cool to maybe use LinkedIn, but that didn't seem to be a thing. So maybe I'm just a wishful dreamer and using LinkedIn scanning codes and things like that and QR codes didn't seem to be happening. For all of you, and for me especially too, I'm definitely going to take my own advice with this. Day. Okay, in a sec. Looks like I'm having trouble counting. We are actually on the last hack. Uh, which is, I honestly think, the most important hack. So congratulations for making it this far in the episode because I think you're going to get the most important hack right here. And that is to have fun. Yeah, it might sound cheesy. It might sound cliche. uh, But that is because uh, if you're not doing it, then you're passing it up, right? And you're writing it off. As something cliche uh but do the weird things at Denver startup week, right? go do the Instagram moments, go do the soft uh, benefits, right, go do the key events, um go do the weird things, right um for me, this was breaking the cycle on day three on Wednesday and finally just like jumping into the gold pan at the giant sculpture of the Blue Prospector outside of base camp, right? I watched them blow that up. I watched them put the signs up on Monday. But did I jump in? No. And did I jump in on Tuesday? No. But Wednesday, I was hitting a slump, and I just didn't feel energized, and I just talked to my little mental coaches in my head, and they said, today you're jumping in. And I did, and I made it... I recorded it, and it'll probably be part of the vlogs or some other content. You'll probably see the moment um, somewhere. You did on Instagram, but you'll probably see that footage again, and you really have to recharge your batteries by breaking the cycle. You can't just go to session after session and vice versa. You can't just go to party after party after party, right? You need to do these weird things. And the other thing that I really enjoyed was the Jerry Maguire experience, right? To go experience that and experience that art installation and that production by all things terrible was wonderful. It was like a little tiny micro slice of Meow Wolf just boop, right there in the middle of Denver, um, so that was wonderful, uh, go make art, this year there was vinyl wraps everywhere, all around town, with local artists, and different things like that, pick up a marker, and start coloring, and be brave, and just engage your brain, and your body in different ways, and, um, this will really recharge you in the middle of the day, it will be the best thing that you could possibly do, um, You know, and just mix it up. And like I said before, go to all those closing track parties, go to key events, really just have fun with it. That's what Denver Startup Week is, is it's supposed to be a break from the ordinary. Or if you're someone like me who's kind of just living in all extremes right now, like it is what you're chasing as the ordinary, right? Like if I could live every day as Denver Startup Week I would be so happy, and I think that's a really important takeaway for anyone anywhere on the entrepreneurial or entrepreneurial spectrum, right? Like, work should be fun, right? Like, it should be something that we don't think about and that we truly enjoy, and I truly enjoyed going to Denver Startup Week. I truly enjoyed being able to catch an e-tuck to the Jerry Maguire experience, To just get weird footage and buy a cool keychain and talk about art and why the eyeball is becoming a queer icon in 2019, right? It was just really interesting to have that. And honestly, the best moments come in the fun moments. If you're just chilling with someone and you're enjoying what's going on and you're talking about what you're both passionate about and what you're both learning about that week, that's the most Meaningful connection that you can have at Denver Startup Week. And that leads to card swaps that lead to emails that lead to new relationships and new beginnings. So, thank you so much for listening to kind of this little makeshift episode. It happens every now and then uh, because I am everything I am the producer, the content creator, the audio engineer, uh, the writer, whatever. You call it, I wear every single hat. Um. So we had an episode a while ago called Technical Difficulties. And every now and then you just kind of have a glitch. When you're doing everything for free and you're pro- try- trying to produce everything as low budget as you can. Sometimes you pay the price for that. And this week it was just, the sound quality was not great. And I did not want to push that out and have that as a Creative Crunch episode. I'd rather just... Uh, put that on pause and get that re-recorded as a better quality, honestly, and uh, have more time to edit it. And, you know, again, I do think we had a lot to talk about with Denver Startup Week. So um, that being said, if you want to get involved in my universe and you aren't already and you're a new follower from Denver Startup Week, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much to everyone who tuned into the minisodes. Please uh, consider following me on Instagram and Twitter at CurtisCrunch. I also have an upcoming workshop that I have been talking about on my Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash Curtis J. Tucker, I believe is what it is. Um, It's next Tuesday at Rhino Made at the Zeppelin Station in downtown Denver, and I'll be talking about communicating your value. Uh, We're going to talk about how to make a podcast, start blogging, uh, really just communicating your value as a creative entrepreneur and sole proprietor in 2018, um, you know, and just addressing those issues and really kind of making fun out of it, right? And like, Really not making it a pain, but really a pleasure and uh, having something and really reaping the benefits of it and kind of seeing that things like podcasting and blogging can also be reflective and can really make your art and your creative services worth more money. So check that out on my Facebook. Again, it is at the Rhino Made Store next Tuesday. More information on that will be in the description of this episode, uh, of course, so that you don't have to travel any farther than that. I am also looking for four more clients in the month of October to kind of just round my board out um, and meet my personal goals. So if you need any photo or video work done and you've been enjoying hearing my voice, well, just know that I am equally as talented at photography and videography. I do studio visits if you're a creative person or you're into co-working, or whatever, I can document you doing your creative thing and help you communicate that value. I can also help you produce a video if you're a small business, which is great to throw on the Instagram and have in the story, and I can actually edit and slice that up for you any way that you want. So thanks so much for listening to this makeshift episode. I really hope you enjoyed these uh, five hacks for Denver Startup Week. That means you're probably going to get hit with two episodes next week. Somehow, somewhere, someway, there's going to be a little catch-up, and you're going to get the interview with Aaron O'Tiller from Tidbits Awards Publishing and my friend from Colorado Mountain College. And then you're also going to be getting an interview with Dallas Scott, a 4D artist and content creator, who actually created that intro song that you've been listening to for the last couple episodes. Uh, So we're going to have Dallas on as kind of a little favor for creating that awesome thing. Uh, Thanks so much for listening into Creative Crunch. Check out the description of this episode. It's chock full of links and information and bonus content. It's a whole nother world down there. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next week or sometime in between whenever we get caught up. Enjoy the rest of your time, and keep that creative crunch up. Bye!